As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, January 25th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com. Africa Business Radio. Take advantage. It's yours. Passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. Africa Business Radio. Towards a profitable Africa. Africa, the mother of all continents. A land brimming with human, material, and natural resources. Bedeviled by challenged leadership, social economic instability, and war. <laughs> In the midst of the chaos, there exists a group of individuals and organizations working to rewrite this narrative. Non-profits and non-governmental organizations bridging the gap of human existence. Telling stories about the third sector. My name is Kemak Onyenuchea. Join me at 1300 hours West African time every Monday and Thursday on Africa Business Radio as I bring to you the success stories as well as the challenges faced by non-profit organizations in Africa and the individuals who run them. Log on to www.africabusinessradio.com or download the Africa Business Radio app on Google Play Store and Apple Store. The third sector on Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa. Thursday afternoon and you're listening to The Third Sector 
on Africa Business Radio. My name is Kemak Unyanuchea, your host, and I welcome you warmly. The Third Sector is a radio program that brings you in-depth analysis of organizations in the non-profit sector in Africa, as well as the individuals who run them. On this broadcast series, we will be highlighting the successes and challenges behind operations in Africa's non-profit sector. Once again, you are welcome. Today on the show, we're looking at universal health coverage under the auspices of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. A major need of man underlying the identified three major needs of food, shelter and clothing is good health. As a matter of fact, some would argue that in the absence of good health, these three aforementioned human needs pale. Several African countries, including Nigeria, have shown commitment to achieving universal health coverage. However, progress has been slow. Recent review of health system financing for universal health coverage shows very high out-of-pocket expenses for health care. Very low budget health at all levels of government and poor health insurance penetration. With less than 5% of Nigerians having health insurance coverage, most citizens, particularly of the low-income earning bracket, are disadvantaged when it comes to accessing affordable health care of global best standards. My guest today has made it a point of duty to ensure the availability of excellent health care services with a bias towards the poor and marginalized rural populace through his non-profit organization. Dr. Benjamin Oluwatosin Adesoji Jebutu is the founder and executive director of the Benjamin Jebutu Foundation, a dream birthed by love and compassion to improve access to healthcare for the downtrodden in society. The Benjamin Jebutu Foundation carries out life-saving surgeries including fibroids, breast lumps, lymphomas and hernias free of charge to indigent Africans and has so far conducted 1,900 of these surgeries in the space of one year across over 12 communities in Nigeria. A graduate of the University of Lagos, join me in welcoming Dr. Benjamin Oluwajebutu to this edition of The Third Sector. Doctor, it's my great pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you, Kemal, for having me. Thank you so much for the great work you do as a third sector practitioner. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here today. All right, sir. So now, moving straight to the point, I always like to get um, a feeler of what the motivation for setting up your foundation was. Is there a backstory? Yes, there is. All right, sir. So on the 4th of November 2016, I was on my home after work. And about 10.30, um, this drunken driver ran into my car and crushed it and broke my right leg in three places. I was rushed to a big hospital in Lagos, but I was left on the floor for four hours um, saying that there is no bed. Nobody was attending to me. I was about to die. Um, somebody passing by. My wife sent a text and said, um, this guy is a doctor. <laughs> that was why I was given a bed and I was trying to... I was helped from not dying. I bled, I bled, I had no posture at that particular time. So in the midst of that quagmire and that pain, I got a very divine instruction to turn my, my pain into passion, to go about helping people that cannot afford it. It means that if a doctor like me can go to that kind of a deal, what happens to people that are in rural communities, you know, that don't know anybody, they don't have access to healthcare, they're going to die from what they're going through. That's what was the motivation. But before that accident, my father, before he died, was always telling me about um, giving back to the community as a source of good life. He says to me that love is the greatest currency you can spend. Money is just a perception. So Mm. love is the focal point. So when the accident happened to me, those things he was saying to me became alive. That Mm. I must exchange love to the next person as a clear form of good life. 
that's why we started the foundation mm. helping poor people in rural communities in nigeria and africa mm. now it's quite um interesting that you mention your experience at you know one of the health centers yeah. in nigeria and i've had similar experience uh, uh, about a year ago i coming out of the pool i fell and i had a sprained knee wow. and i was rushed to the hospital and it was just a very horrible situation Same thing. now as a medical practitioner mm. as a doctor now i believe one of the basic um, oaths that doctors um take upon assuming practice yes. is to do everything in their power to save lives that's what? Supposed, that's supposed to be the oath that's, yes. that's the oath because so i read the oath myself for I did like 70 times. Mm. That's the reason why I can never go on strike personally. Mm. Because you must you must understand what the word means and you must read it well. Most people don't read it properly. You know, I, you know, as, uh, you know a, lot, a lot of people became doctors because their parents wanted them to become doctors. Mm. And like that, was, that wasn't their dream and their passion, basically. So until we get into that understanding that it's a noble profession that, on, that has its own nobility, its own mind scope for you to, for that you are, you are, you are responsible for somebody's life. Until that gets into the being of a doctor, mm. we're not doing anything. Mm. But that, that got into my own being early enough because when I became a doctor, I read the oath over 70 times. I understood wow. that it's, it's a privilege for you, for somebody to come to you and say, Dr. Benjamin or Dr. This, Dr. That, can you help me? Mm. It's an opportunity to, 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 to help them because they've come to you. So, if you're a great guy, great doctor, understanding the, the nobility of the profession, you should, you, should, you, should, you, should you should be grateful that they came to you. So, when they come to you, you should do all in your best to, to sort them out so they can, they can be well because that's the opportunity. That's where you're trained as a medical doctor. Perfect. And you've fortunately been able to translate your profession into social work and yes. philanthropy yes okay can you give us a backstory about your upbringing years your family life oh, okay, dynamic? Yes. because what i realized the reason why i like to ask this question mm. is for most people in the social space that i've come across there's always something about their background yes. and their growing up experience that spurred the passion for philanthropy you're very correct I didn't. I didn't have a very good upbringing. I didn't have. A, I, I was. I was. I was born with, with a silver, silver spoon. I worked hard as a young boy. I'm a first child. So, uh, but my my father, my mentor, my great guy is, is pastor now. Um, 2016, great great guy. I had a lot of talking with me as a young boy about um, being responsible, being being hardworking. He told me if you're gonna if you're gonna do 16 math questions every day. You're going to be the best math student wherever you are. So it taught me hard work. It taught me values. It taught me that you don't have to eat every every food with your with your with, with your with your two hands mm. because the next person might need to take out of it. Yeah, can you just break that down? That's quite deep, yes. but I want so, our listeners to fully understand. So the so, so it means that you don't you don't finish everything at a particular time because you must leave something for the next person that will, that will need it next time mm. so you're giving you're giving 10 bucks and mm. you want to spend the 10 bucks as a gift and you want to spend your 10 bucks to go and buy um, bazooka or buy stuff now he says why don't you just do two naira to buy stuff and keep it now because somebody else might need it in the future in essence, in there's essence. you have everyone has to make room for yes. philanthropy and very, charity in very their very key so mm. you must have a budget for that you Excellent. must you must you must must be part of your life and one, one thing the Bible says, my father usually tells me, he says, he says the Bible says um, in Proverbs that he that giveth to the poor, lendeth unto the Lord. So if, if, it's, if, it, if it's your culture to give to the poor, you're also giving a reserve to God so God can bless the works of your hand. So for me, it was the upbringing for me. My father taught me a lot of things. So I started working early in life because he lost his job and my mother lost her job at about the same time. And as a young boy, I was after school, I would teach my junior school mathematics after school for five bucks you know and had a lot of had, had a lot of people I was teaching for free too so that I understood that people cannot afford they cannot afford these things but they should enjoy it so it's been in my culture to, to give back to the community for a long time but after my accident it became very very real mm. it became very very evident that if me that was that was busy running my practice having fun can go to this kind of deal and I was given a second chance it's important 
I make it a part of my being to give back to the community I live in very consciously. Mm. That's really deep. Thank you. Now, you also mentioned something, another nugget from interacting with your late father. May he so rest in peace. Amen. Speaking about love being the real currency. Yes. So he says to me very quickly, he says, um, he says Benjamin, if you buy a car from the showroom, you can't sell the car the same value you bought it. So a car, a car that you bought with $10 million, it leaves the showroom, the value drops immediately. But the only thing you can spend that gives the equal value is love. Mm. So you spend, you give somebody love, you won't get more than what you give. In fact, even give to people that you don't even know. Most times in social space, we help people that we don't know, we might never even see before. We might never see, see again. When you go to a community, when you go to a co- you go to community that you've never been before, I help them. They pray for you. They say thank you, Kema. They say thank you, Doctor Benjamin. Those things are very key, because because those are the love that you've you've expressed. That as the currency you've given, you get them back in good folds. That money can never ever buy. So money can never buy. So money is a perception. So it's like half full and half empty. I just say so. I'm rich, but you're not wealthy. How many lives have you touched with your wealth? How many have you touched with your riches? So my father says, love is the only thing that can touch more, more lives than money. Mm. It's a perception. Wow. Now, coming back to universal health coverage, of course, we're still grappling with, you know, lots of um, indices, lots of expectations yeah. as uh, against the reality on the ground. But an individual such as yourself has decided to use your practice and skill. your skills to bridge that gap in expectation of healthcare standards and the reality. Let's talk a bit about your personal challenges. What are some of, you know, the setbacks, I would say, that you have encountered? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Countered in your role as a social sector practitioner. So funding is very important. I was telling before the show started. Um, it's, not, it's not a culture of giving in Africa or in, in Nigeria. You have to in, you have to do a lot of work in short space by yourself. You know, you know, raise. You have to get the money. So you have to work hard and stuff. So for me, it's that's it. And acceptability. People think you're still joking. You're still you're wondering, is it possible to do free surgeries? Are you normal? You know, are you are you alright? You're not even a billionaire doing free surgeries, because normally the cost of a fiber surgery, maybe on the island is about a million. Millions about maybe half a million basically. So imagine you doing that for free for over 2,000 people in, in Nigeria. They're telling you, are, are you okay? But you have a conviction in your spirit, in your heart, that um, the lives you're changing is, is adding to the, to the quality of life in this rural space, you know, and, and, they're, and they are grateful about it. So that gives you, this is gratifying for you. For me, it's very gratifying. You know, you see somebody that is carrying a tumor of 20 years. So I'll tell you a story, okay, my girl, one of them that touched me a lot. This woman has carried this fiber for 15 years and she's been everywhere taking a lot of herbal medicines, you know. So for me, it's, it's, a, it's also a lot of campaign and education rather than even the surgery. Somebody tells you that you, have to take, you take a medicine that you can take, it shrinks the fibroid or it can make you pass the fiber as like, like a physics, lying, a lot of lying to them. People travel from Nigeria to Benin, from Benin. They come to Nigeria from, from Ghana to come, they go to Togo finding this kind of drug. So it's just a rat race a rat in race. search of health. That's it. Because, because one, information, two, access. Mm. So access is because there's no funding. So for me, women are the focal point of growth. 
women women give back to us mm. so so when you when you when you are dedicated to a woman course you are dedicated to the growth of that space of that uh, giving attention to that woman race and the life of that community is better so for me if you touch a woman you touch you touch a, you touch a nation you know you educate the woman the nation, treat them because what you don't treat any man is well. The children, the children are happy. The husband is very happy and stuff. Yeah. So when a woman is sick, everybody around them are sick because the access to food, access to shelter, access to washing their clothes, access to giving them food is woman focused basically. So for me, it's an opportunity to touch women's life and make them like a transformation. You see somebody kind of stomach very big for like 20 years and you go to that space and take out that tumor, they become more beautiful, they become more alive, they are happier, they are, they are lighter, they, are, they, they, can, they have a sense of living again. Mm. You know, because um, somebody has given them like sign up that you can't, get, you can't get help and you just come to that space and say, okay, I'm going to help you. You know, I travel from Lagos to Bekwara. Bekwara is, um, is in Crossover State. Is a, is is a community very close to Cameroon, the Balabakasi area, you okay. know. And in that space, uh, we had we had we did two hundred one surgeries in eleven days in that in that in that in that wow. community. And I saw women that that have not seen a doctor in twenty years. Wow. And carrying this kind of tumor, I wept, Kemak. Okay, I, I was crying because they've given up on life. They said they're gonna die like that. They cannot afford. They, they, they leave that place from that Bekora to Calabar is about seven hours. So they went there to do checkup, and I said the surgery is about it's over it's, 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 it's some dollars. They cannot afford it because what they end, what they end in a month is about four thousand dollars a month from selling oh. their 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 ugu and stuff. So for me, it, it's 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 making what you're doing and changing the narratives mm. and changing the stories and making their life well again. Mm. So it's gratifying for me, Kemak. It, it, it gives me so much joy and peace that you're going to a community that people that you help, you can never meet them again. So you're not waiting for anybody to repay you. You're waiting for God to say, thank you for doing what I've sent you to do, and I'm happy about it. In essence, it's safe to say that love is its own form of reward. That's it. Love is it. And it's beautiful that you mention, you know, women and um, your passion to yeah. see that um, and i'm actually feminist as yes, well yes, we i spoke believe about that greatly in the power the purpose and the potential of you know women and it's great with w what your organization is doing thank you giving you know life to these poor women that um otherwise might not be here with us now in all of this you mentioned funding acceptability what role would you say government has to play to create an enabling environment for non-profits such as yourself, you know, to function optimally? I think government should be very real and they should, they should understand the need of the third sector because access to the rural communities, governance is, 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 not, is very central, it's not diffused. Mm. So you cannot get to those people, but when you have when when you when you when you're backing this in the social space, you're backing the third sector, the NGOs, the foundations, the those ones have the correct passion to go to those small small communities mm. that you can never access the grassroots reach. The grassroots reach, yes, you can never access to them. So, for example, you know, federal government, then you go to state government, then you go to local government. Normally, there are some things that the state government's responsibility, local government responsibility. But they don't understand the capacity of the grassroots penetration. Mm. And we now wait till election time to get them to vote. No. So if government will give very, very good val val validity and support to NGOs and say, okay, we want to do maybe 25,000 surgeries in this year for poor people. We know we don't have enough medical institutions we know we don't have enough hospitals we don't have enough money why don't you meet let's support this ngo doing this work and give them a designated place to go to with that governance is now touching the people through the ngo basically so it's a, it, 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 a win-win situation so you're partnering in an, in an ngo you're touching lots of people 
it's about the people, not about yourself. You know, a lot, a lot of people want to want to want to get the shine. You know, some churches, some monks, some you know, say, ah, it's me that I'm doing it. It's okay, but are you touching the lives? How many lives have you touched? It's about it's, it's, not, it's not about just putting books together and just having having a panache or a paraphernalia or, or like a jamboree. No, it's about are you genuinely touching lives? So if government gives that kind of support and validity that helps us as NGOs to touch more grassroots penetration, you know, you say in the budget, they don't even put budget for budget for NGO support. It's wrong. Mm. In America, it's there. Because the funders, USAID is an American, American international NGO. Mm-hmm. It's funded by the US government. So which NGO is funded by Nigeria? None. So even the even in the sales budget of, of companies, the companies sh- should the government should give them a lot of tax holidays so that they know that okay, I'm supporting this NGO with this kind of money, then I have these tax holidays that is pronounced clearly by government. Mm. So government so so so, the, so, so that the, the companies also know that it would it will favor me it will be in my in my stead in my good good books to support them because the government is also backing them up by providing validity and good support system basically. and at the end of the day it's the it's members the of the grassroots community that, that, that gets benefit. it yes so, so so for me is until we become people oriented people focused the grass for the common people that can never some people can will never be in the city in their life mm-hmm. some people will never go to abuja some will never come to lagos till they die that's just where they're going to be but that doesn't mean they must not have access to health care access to good governance access to education so what's our role in that space as NGOs by our by our mission non-governmental organization is to take those things that they need to them where they are so they can feel that people still love them because we are people oriented it's not about statistics not about money it's about those people getting access to it and they can say thank you for coming our way thank you very much for coming to this space and we are grateful for that that changed their story it changed their narrative they can also feel that somebody loves them mm. that's it so, 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 some, people have, some people have said in their in their mind that nobody loves them they are born in this wretched place why, why, why did they why, why did they give us them here why why they, why, why, why were they not born in america or in london or something no but when you begin to change those narratives you know Chimamanda was born in Nigeria. You know, yeah? So those, those narratives that you can become what you want to become, even, even your small space, mm. but you're showing them love, you're leaving your own comfort zone and going to those spaces. You know, I travel sometimes 24 hours on the road. Wow. 30 hours on the road, traveling in the bad roads in Nigeria because of the passion and the love that pushes me to go to those spaces. Mm. When I get there and I see their life transformed, is gratifying for me, Kema. It, it's it's the best thing that can happen to you. Wow! Looking at your it's, eyes, I can see the passion. It's the best thing. You 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 would you would see a, a a prolonged health problem that you can solve in a few hours, and you see their families lit up. You see them just become the best they want to be. Especially you know, the children, the children, considering the you know health challenges of the mothers. That's it. Yes. One, when I was in Imo, the mother, one of the mothers had fibroid, and, and the boy at three knew when the mother was going through pain of fibroid. Wow. The day after the surgery, I have the photo. It was the boy was grinning. I have to take a photo of it. It was mm. grinning in smile. Oh. That thank you that, that my mother's pain is gone. I was wow. weeping. Oh. Because Dr. For Benjamin, for don't three, make me cry <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> for a three-year-old boy to know that a mother is going through pain, mm. that's that's. So it means the pain is very, very grievous. Mm. It means the pain will make the mother leave the, leave the boy alone and, and she'll be in the pain. So the boy understood mm. and the mother was menstruating. You can imagine. Think about it. Wow. Dr. Benjamin, we're going to go on a quick musical break. And when I come back, we're going to look at specific um, interventions, health interventions that your organization has been, you know, Same. carrying out. Thank you very much. You're still listening to The Third Sector on Africa Business Radio, and I'm still your host, Kemak Onyenuchea. Let's take a quick musical break, and after the break, The Third Sector continues. Don't go away.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. Africa Business Radio. Towards a profitable Africa. Africa is not a country. It is not a big homogeneous market. It's thriving with some of the world's fastest growing economies. To find out more, log on AfricaBusinessRadio.com towards a profitable Africa. Africa, the mother of all continents. A land brimming with human, material, and natural resources. Bedeviled by challenged leadership, social economic instability, and war.
In the midst of the chaos, there exists a group of individuals and organizations working to rewrite this narrative. Non-profits and non-governmental organizations bridging the gap of human existence. Telling stories about the third sector. Welcome back. This is Kemak Onyenuchea and you're listening to The Third Sector on Africa Business Radio, the show that brings to you the activities of non-profit organizations in Africa and the individuals who run them. I have with me in the studio today Dr. Benjamin Oluwajebutu, the founder and executive director of the Benjamin Oluwajebutu Foundation, an organization that specializes in carrying out life-saving surgeries for free to indigent populations in Africa. Welcome back, Dr. Benjamin. Thank you very much for coming. As always, it's a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. All right, so on this segment, we're going to go um, straight into the core activities of your non-profit organizations. But I'd like to bring out, you know, something before we delve into that. And I have observed your work i have followed you and you know speaking with you one-on-one i see your passion for women thank you can you give us a a little bit of a hint as to why you seem to be so passionate about women and of course it's also observed that your non-profit has a bias towards rural low-income women is there a backstory to that is it just um an attempt at you know bridging the SDG goals of gender equality, yeah, so or there's more to it. So both, both basically. My mom is um, a very strong woman. Mm. You know, she, she told me when I was young about value of women, about um, how to treat a woman, how to how to always respect women. I've never been to my woman in my life before. I've never started a woman in my life because of my mother. So when I now realized that the SG goals was focused on gender inequality, it made it easier for me. And, and my skill set is in that in that in that field. It just 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 meshed together from the thinking of my mom and my and my teaching with the value of and the and the and the need for the SG goals. All just met together. So I'm doing stuff for women. And you know, obviously, I know, I, I know women are the are great, great hope for us. If the women populace are affected a lot, we we'll have a better country. Mm. That I know because mm. they are the most hardworking people ever. If I know my mother used to go buy stuff and sell stuff, and when they help us go to school, she worked more than my father. I used to tell her, "You worked a lot." Said yes. The women are the fulcrum mm. of the growth of a home. Mm. So if they are, the, they are also the fulcrum of a society. You know, imagine them. The, the most the most farmers in the rural areas are women. Mm. Yeah, the women. If the men just sit down in the space, drink their their whatever they drink in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> and wait for the food from the women, you know. So we must be able to give give them the real credence, real, real value, the need. It's important. It's important for me. I, I would do anything for women. I would do anything for them. I would support them. Even uh, I, I try to support even all the other 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 NGOs that are doing stuff for women. It's my it's my core. It's my it's my passion. Wow. It's it's me. That's me. Excellent, Doctor. Thank you very much. All right, sir. Now let's move to the core activities of the Benjamin Olojebutu Foundation. Okay. Can you tell us a bit about how you've been able to so far attain the success that you have in such a short time? Like the principles, the guiding principles mm. and you know, um basically that govern your operations yeah. as a player in the non-profit sector so first is first is um, understanding what love is basically so the first focal point of our work our team our value system is love and compassion so that's our guiding principle everybody on the team understands that that until love becomes universal language 
we can change my nutrients. So love has to be the baseline too. So it means that you have 10 naira and you're giving somebody 2 naira and you are happy giving the person, not not waiting for the person to give you back um, maybe another 3 naira or you're, you're giving because you want to reap. No, that's not it. So love and compassion is our baseline, guiding principles. Then, we, so we've been able to attract him. So because because it's my space, it's an healthcare NGO. That's what I do, a medical doctor, I'm a surgeon. That's what I do. It's easy, it was easier for us to get people that think like us into that space. You know, people that, that think very great nurses, very great do- other doctors. So out of the surgeries, I do 80% of the surgeries. I'm, I'm the lead surgeon, so I do 80% of surgeries. But I have other guys that do the earlier surgeries for the men, that do um, that do the um, that do the earlier surgeries for the men. Also do um, the lymphomas, lymphomas surgeries. So I do that. I, I do the breast lump surgeries for the women, and also the fibroblast surgery by myself. Then now because of because when we go to communities, we have seen all the other needs that that, that is coming up. Now we've added eye component to our, to our work and dental co- dental component. That started last year um, around um, November. Because we went to a community in Oro in Akwaibom, realized that um, um, we can only do we can only do we can do so much. We did one forty-five surgeries, uh, but we had we had over five thousand people in that space. They needed wow. healthcare intervention, so we realized that we, 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 we had to add the dental components. We all do skin and polishing mm-hmm. for their teeth, or mm-hmm. and you know, and check their eyes, give them free glasses too. That has, so that has been added as a new component of our work now, mm. going from this year. So anywhere we go to, we're going to have them. Um, um, after, uh, aside the studies that, that we do, do a dental checkup for the people, the children, be warm the children too. <coughs> and also, have, so have them check, then also then do the dental checkup, eye checkup, then do the surgeries too. So our guiding place was just, was, was just what to show, show more love, affect more people, touch more lives, change more stories. And that's it, basically. All right, sir. Now, you mentioned about other uh, team of medical professionals. Yes coming on board now are, are these people coming in as paid employees or volunteers so 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 two things um, um people that work with us are volunteers and they must understand that it's a volu- it's, it's, it's volunteer work but you know they get out uh, they get funds for transport and feeding basically but it's volunteer so they are they also must understand what we're doing to get into that space and lucky for us we've got some fantastic people amazing mm. people mm. Great, great surgeons, amazing nurses, super talented nurses, great photographers that are doing amazing work, videographers that that are seeing what we're doing as an exceptional work. So they see, they, they, they tell me, Dr. Benjamin, wow, you are in theater from 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. next day. Why am I not just support you? You're doing, you're doing amazing work. So not, not like you're sitting down in a space, um, um, crossing your legs and watching them, and you guys doing the work and stuff. No. Hands on, hands on. They see you guys. He says this guy is one doing the work. Oh, mm-hmm. He's working the work, man. I gotta, I gotta join it. And they see the blessing coming. You know, so, so man, you traveling from here to, to a place, uh, place like um, Boko in Benue State. You know, with all the bad roads. And they see you even get there. You know, you get get on board. It walks through. There's not like you're resting. You get to the space at 7 p.m. You start walking at 7. They're like, Doctor Man, are you alright? I say yes. Love is what well, pushes me. Wow. So, they, so they catch the fire and we've had a very amazing team. So all of them are their volunteers. Mm. So and all of us in that volunteering team put money into the foundation too. Mm. That's that's one of the things we try to do. Encourage them to sow a seed into it and a part of part of what we're doing. So you, wow. so your work, your sweat is there, your money is also there. Wow. So you are you're showing love with your skill and also your money mm. now i know that human resources as with every endeavor mm. on earth happens to be like a double-edged sword yes. it's the greatest blessing at the same time it's the most <laughs> challenging factor Correct. so now looking at volunteerism yeah. as a culture in this part of the world and as someone who has uh, you know a large retinue of volunteers mm. working with you yeah. how would you gauge volunteerism it's not easy it's a lot of work, a lot of a lot of deep work. So and be able to dis, to dis, to dis discern those that actually have the work ethics, right work ethics, and those that don't have it. So when we first started, it was a lot of work. Some were some will come, do one one two and say, ah, Doctor Ben, I can't cope with this kind of work. So <laughs> it just dropped, you know. Some some just say some just come for that's just come taking photographs. 
that are, that I mean it's place taking selfies you know mm. getting the kind of work and stuff mm. you know but eventually as the as the year go by as the work goes by you begin to take the shaft away from the seats you mm. know they begin to drop you know so I have I have a 15 very strong man team now those that understand they've they've worked with me through the year and say ah, this guy is doing something amazing you know mm. and I see that it's not like he's doing one and says it's tired now every day i tell them oh we'll come back next time we're going again we're going again they're like oh we don't, we don't have money i said don't worry money will come let's, let's keep going in essence you know? leadership that's it very it's critical critical so so it's it's a vantage important ingredient of ngo work that there's a focal point of the leader and they can see the leader as as a leader not a boss a leader that is also galvanizing growth mm. making them see that it is doable. Mm. There's nothing impossible. When you put your heart to it, it will happen. I tell you a story, Kema. We're in Imo in um, May in Imbano. We had done 67 surgeries in three days. We wanted to do 50. Wow. We had done 67 surgeries. And I remember that the crowd was about over 200. And I was like, we have to stop. My team said no. Uh, money for transport let's go to buy more more, wow. more sutures for them we have to do this people and i'm only what did you guys get it from they're like dr Ben, you've taught us how to give wow and i'm so good so it means that so they watch you do stuff mm. they're learning of it mm. so we, we went to where to buy the sutures and that uses the money for for for, for, for their surgeries but by friday somebody gave us money for wow. transport so they're like so they're like dr. Ben, so imagine if we didn't give the, the service this money is going to come so those are the kind of, of of culture i try to build around my team mm. that it's important your lifestyle understands love mm. so you, you you do the work with love you touch the patient they feel that there's, there's an experience mm. so we don't just do our studies for like no there's joy in the atmosphere there's there's a touch there's a way we do this the work is it's a, it's a love driven work mm. and they can feel it mm. so that's why you know when our pages you have a lot of followers they're like they're just praying for they're like the seed is a tangible work, 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 and um, workload, and the work is 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 expressive. It's 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 feeling. It's, it's giving. It's giving. It's enjoyable. So, people want to be a part of it. Wow, that's it. That's excellent. All right. So very quickly, I'm aware that in December you had a huge health intervention for a community in lagos State. can you tell us a bit about how that went okay it was, was very good we had, we had we had one in ikorodu um in igbogo we had one with um, another another angel one of my friends lyro blue foundation um in ikorodu he, he's into um, endocrine disease and mm -hmm. we had a collaboration together i wanted to do christmas for people and we had um people come check their blood blood level their blood sugar their malaria their typhoid give give drugs to the them give children the one in and um, the dental the cervical screening for women and over 100 people came for cervical screening and we also did the um, dental checkup skin and polishing and eye cleaning for them so it, it, it was, was amazing we saw over a thousand two hundred patients mm. in space of two days you know because of because of obviously our, our presence in social space so one of the things the one of the things our the social work has helped us to do is make people identify um, quality identify what you're doing are you consistent are you do, is it just one up is it just that you're, you just want to come and just um, blab and show that you show skills so in that space people keep we keep telling them what we're, what we're doing and they keep saying it so it brings the crowd to the place anytime we announce that we're going to for a surgery in a particular community I tell you the crowd is always massive people travel from other places to come they wow. say if it's Dr. Benjamin that's going there, he's going to come there. We have to go and see him, you know. Wow. The last woman we operated him, he's saying he's in, he's in New York. So we go to rural places. Mm -hmm. We don't go to the town because the town, they have a lot of hospitals. We go to like interiors that they have challenges. So he's saying he's um, three hours from Ibado in New York State. Okay. Um, close to close to your town. And in that space, the woman came in from Worry. So she followed us for like a year. She was in, um, she came to Watercourt, but she didn't get space. She came to Imo, she didn't get space. She came to Okbelaim, she didn't get space. But she came again to, to Isain. And she sat down at the Dove Theater from Monday to Friday. And she keeps saying, well done to Dr. Benjamin. Well done. When I come, I run to the I'm saying, why you say, I say, 
The mass weight 15 kg. Wow. That is um, the weight of at least five to six children. Right. In a tummy, yes. I did for 15 years. She looked like she was 70. She's just 35 years old. Wow. So that that transformation for me. Almost like the snap of a finger. It's sweet. Because I see a lot of, you know, pictures and outputs on all your social media platforms and it's, it's sweet it's mind-boggling it's sweet come on you, you don't you don't want to know what, what what they say to me when i when when they, you see the, the the smell on their faces the you relief know that's the relief that's what the relief carrying that kind of pain some they even some some pray that they shouldn't menstruate in their life and like what's this crying every month for 20 years think about it wow think about it Oof, Dr. Benjamin, we're running out of time. So very quickly, um, I need to ask the elephant question, okay. if you please. How do you access funding for most of your activities? So um, um, right now it's basically personal fund, my friends, family. So um, I, I run a practice, a hospital that is um, in, somewhere in, in Lagos. It does, we're, doing, we're, doing, we're doing quite well. 80% of our of our income goes to the foundation and our volunteer team we're about 15 every month to put some money into the foundation coffers to us but now that we're getting a lot of a lot of um, social media space and people are seeing what we're doing we're getting calls from organizations to partner what we're doing we're written letters to some organizations too hopefully we'll get support for them and um, for this because this year we're doing this year for us is a journey to 5,000 free surgeries. Mm. Last year was, was 1,000, but we, we did 2,000. Mm -hmm. So this year we moved to 5,000 surgeries so we can help more women. So hopefully we'll get support from them, but already we're just also trying to improve our practice so we can get more income to help more people. I, I don't think it's a giving culture in Nigeria. Hopefully it's not a culture that like that in Africa to give, you know, until they start seeing you putting your money where your mouth is mm. for the support. So at least for for what well, and Africa will put our money where our mouth is, mm. so maybe we can get some attention this this new year. All Ho right, Doctor Benjamin. Now, for someone listening in Europe and America and wondering how they can be a part of the Benjamin Olowojebutu Foundation, yes. can you enlighten them or give us some information of you know platforms where okay. we can reach out to you? People so can reach out to you. Thank you, Kemak, for this opportunity. So please. Um, Benjamin, the Lord David Foundation is just uh, a dream better out of love and compassion to help indigent folks in Nigeria and Africa to change their story and change the narrative from life uh, with life-saving surgeries from fibroids, hernias, lipomas and breast lumps. Uh, we've done over 1,900 in the last one year and we hope to do 5,000 more this year. Please support, partner us. With our website is www.bof.org.ng that is www.bof.org.ng our instagram is at benjamin to fdn one word at benjamin to fdn one word then our our twitter is at bo foundation 36 our, our twitter is at bo foundation 36 then our our, our page on facebook is benjamin to foundation facebook so with those with those handles, you can catch us anytime, and you can support what we're doing, and can be a blessing to many people in Africa. Right. Thank you and God bless. Uh, do you have phone numbers? Yes, email I have phone addresses? numbers. Emails um, is info at bo info at bof .org or Benjamin to FDN at gmail.com. Then our numbers are. Do you mind taking that slowly? Okay, so, so let me take it slowly. So the email is info at bof dot org dot ng or benjamin olojebu to fdn can you spell that b e n b n j a m i n o l o w o j e b u t u f d n at gmail 
www.ghanaspeaks.com. Then the phone numbers are 080 or 0703 Thank you. All right, Doctor. So, finally, where do you see the Benjamin Olojebutu Foundation in the next 10 years? So, um, I, I see ourselves doing great stuff in Africa, um, touching lives in West Africa. We believe we're going to go to Uganda this year by the grace of God, then do stuff in Liberia and Syria alone, um, then you know, be an international organization, helping solving health issues in Africa, get international awards, you know, being seen in Europe of the year, one of, one of the times very soon. Mm. Uh, you know, hopefully be on the also the Tutu Fellow by the grace of God, you know, then be able to use love to change the healthcare space, then eventually be involved in leadership in Nigeria by the grace of God, mm. uh, you know, be able to uh, reach more people. Um, you know, that's what I think. So next thing is a lot of work for me. Is the next decade. is a lot of work for our foundation. And watch out. We'll be touching more lives everywhere. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Dr. Benjamin. Thank you, came back for having me. For coming on the show today. It's been really hard um, warming and heart rending at the same time. Thank you. And of course, I know that um, we have to bring you back. Because it's just so much that is yet to be explored so much. on this um, program. Thank you so much, Doctor. And I, again, I say, keep up the great work that you're doing. And I pray you get empowered. And of course, the universe makes things align yes. in your favor. Amen. Thank you so much for being Thank on the show today. And to you, my listeners, it's been wonderful having you on the other end of your radios and digital devices on this edition of The Third Sector. Join me again on the next edition of The Third Sector by logging onto our website at www.africabusinessradio.com or you can download the Africa Business Radio app on all digital devices from the Google Play Store and the Apple Store. I remain your host, Kemak Onyenuchea, and you can follow me on Instagram at kemak.o. That's at K-E-M-A-K dot O. And you can also link up with me on our work website, on our work and Instagram page at Global Child Health. The third sector is the show that brings you details of the workings of the non-profit sector in Nigeria and in Africa and it's my pleasure to always have you. Thank you for being with us today and until I come your way again on the next edition of The Third Sector, be good, remain blessed and be a blessing to everyone around you. Goodbye and God bless you. Passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa. Africa, the mother of all continents. A land brimming with human, material, and natural resources. Bedeviled by challenged leadership, social economic instability, and war. <laughs> In the midst of the chaos, there exists a group of individuals and organizations working to rewrite this narrative. Non-profit and non-governmental organizations bridging the gap of human existence. Telling stories about the third sector. My name is Kemak Onyenuchea. Join me at 1300 hours West African time every Monday and Thursday on Africa Business Radio.
as I bring to you the success stories as well as the challenges faced by non-profit organizations in Africa and the individuals who run them. Log on to www.africabusinessradio.com or download the Africa Business Radio app on Google Play Store and Apple Store. The third sector on Africa Business Radio towards a profitable Africa. Africa is not a country. It is not a big homogeneous market. It's thriving with some of the world's fastest growing economies. To find out more, log on africabusinessradio.com towards a profitable Africa. Africa Business Radio. Take advantage. It's yours. Exploring the African narrative, leading the conversation, and enlightening our listener towards a profitable Africa. Oh, this feels like the final football match between two soccer warriors. Oh my God, can somebody please tell me what the African formation is? Oh, oh, it's 4-4-2, amazing, cool stuff. That's just super amazing, isn't it? Africa Business Radio is doing 442 on the news with 40% Nigerian stories, 40% African stories, and 20% global stories. Now that's what I call a homegrown hot drinking goal. Go, 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 go. Yes. go. Africa, the mother of all continents. A land brimming with human, material, and natural resources. Bedeviled by challenged leadership, social economic instability, and war. <laughs> In the midst of the chaos, there exists a group of individuals and organizations working to rewrite this narrative. Non-profit and non-governmental organizations bridging the gap of human existence. Telling stories about the third sector. Africa, the mother of all continents. A land brimming with human, material, and natural resources. Bedeviled by challenged leadership, social economic instability, and war. <laughs> In the midst of the chaos, there exists a group of individuals and organizations working to rewrite this narrative. Non-profit and non-governmental organizations bridging the gap of human existence. Telling stories about the third sector. Africa. Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. 
curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, January 25th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 